Georgina Byer is described as courageous, pioneering, quick-witted and risque. She died today, aged 65. The first openly transgender politician was dedicated to her community, gave generously to a life of public service and was a tour de force in the House. I support this bill for all the prostitutes I have ever known who died before the age of 20 because of the inhumanity and the hypocrisy of a society that would not allow them or give them the chance to ever redeem whatever circumstances made them arrive in that industry. This bill, sir, provides some of that protection. This bill, sir, provides people like me at that time with some form of redress for the brutalisation that may happen in a situation when you are with a client and you have a knife pulled on you. It was Georgina Byer in the house and former Prime Minister Helen Clark is with us now to pay tribute. Tēnā koe, Helen. Tēnā koe. Thank you so much for being with us this evening. Thank you. So many memories and recollections that you would have of Georgina. Where would you like to begin? <laughs> well, I think I was probably responsible for suggesting that Georgina come into Parliament uh, for the Labour Party. Sonia Davies lived in the wire wrapper and was a great champion of, of Georgina's. And Georgina had shown that she could be elected in the, in the little you know, sort of district of, of Carterton. Um, and of course, you know, when she ran in the wire wrapper, she was very popular. And I think it's a, a wonderful tribute really to, to Georgina that her, her personality and her commitment you know, sort of placed her on people's horizon in a, in a positive way, but also, you know, to the wire wrapper and to the, the borough of Carterton, they accepted Georgina. There was no stigma or discrimination. Now, what I admire Georgina for was that before going into politics, she decided she'd better get her past out there so that she wouldn't be subject to rumour and innuendo. So she wrote a book, and the book told all, you know, and... <laughs> You know, when she was a when she was a young um, a young transgender person, it it wasn't easy for people. They they, they found it you know very difficult to find a niche in our you know, rather conformist society, going going back way before the homosexual law reform bill and and so on. And so uh, Georgina did what I suppose many did, which was go into you know forms of sex work, she she used drugs, but she told it all in the book, you know. She just got it all off her chest, as it were, put it out there, and people, I think, admired her honesty. So, you know, you think she was a she was a pioneer in, in stepping out and saying, accept me as I am and I'll do a great job for you, and she did. I'm thinking about November the 27th, 1999, when the Labour Party, and together with Alliance, won... Well, as a coalition, you won the election that night and you entered as Prime Minister and that was when Georgina came into the House. We're talking about the 1990s, aren't we, which is quite a while ago now. But oh, yes. what do you recall of that night and that time? Well, I, I remember all those seats falling to Labour, the provincial seats. It was, a, it was tremendous. And uh, the Wairarapa Rapper had been an elusive seat. Uh, we'd lost it, I think, on a... On a, on a recount or very marginally um, in uh, really going back now to the during the fourth Labour government I think we 
we might have lost them 19, um, 1987 even, 87, 90. So, you know, it, it hadn't been in the Labour fold for a while. So Georgina stormed in and <laughs> so that was just one of you know, many you know, significant victories on, on the night. Uh, because I remember you know, Georgina as an MP, she was a very, very good debater, tremendous debating skills and very witty and sharp-tongued. In fact, it would be a brave opposition MP who would interject on Georgina because she usually had something up her sleeve about everyone. <laughs> so, you know, you, you didn't mess with her. Um, I also remember in, in those years, I used to have an annual Labour Party fundraising debate in Mount Albert. A lot of electorates did these debates and you always think, who can I get on the team? Well, Georgina was tremendously popular to have on the team because she was so wicked. <laughs> Very risque sense of humour and you know, you'd have an audience there of you know, people um, you know, a number quite elderly all the way through the age spectrum and and you'd sit there think, oh, what are people going to think as, as Georgina let rip uh, with with her lines and her jokes, but, but people laughed and laughed and laughed. You know, they took it all in all in good spirits. So, you know, those are really happy memories that I I have of Georgina. I, I went to her electorate in support of her campaigns and and visited over the years. So you get to know the MPs in your group quite well. And uh, yeah, I'm just grateful for the you know, time she devoted to to the cause that I was representing and and the work she did. Can you tell us about what Georgina Bayer pioneered? Well, she was the first openly transgender MP anywhere in the world. It wasn't just New Zealand, <laughs> and, and uh, you know that that got her a worldwide uh, reputation. And uh, she was, yeah, I, I think looked up to uh, by the by the transgender community uh, globally, and uh, you know really. It, it, it's affirmed that you, know, you should be able to be what you are and not face any discrimination. You know, and it's no one's you know, business, actually, that you may be this, that, or, or the other. You're there because you're going to do a good job and you want to be accepted on your merits. So this was a, a brave stance in the, you know, in the 1990s. She became the mayor of Carterton, I think, in 95, um, and then, of course, elected four years later. Um, but this this was yeah early days for for that issue, which we hear more about these days, but wasn't so so well known uh, back in the in the mid late nineties. In fact, I mean, could you could you tell us what New Zealand or your your perspective on what New Zealand New Zealanders understood about transgender at the time in the in the late nineties? How do you recall it? No, probably very little. <laughs> probably very little. Um, no, I, I think. Uh, but you see, that's that's the triumph, isn't it? That she was able to stand as openly transgender in the borough of Carterton, and then in the wire wrapper, and people said, "Well, she's doing a good job for our community." So, you know, they didn't dwell on you know, what it was or what the definitions were. They just accepted her. And I'd like to think that. You know that that's the best of New Zealand that that you accept people, you don't discriminate. To finish, Helen, how would you describe Georgina Byers' legacy? I think 
Georgina's legacy was to show that you can, in our country, be elected on your merits and that we somehow, even though we have you know, these horrible voices these days on social media who troll and smear and so on, that somehow we have the tolerance as a community to say that we will accept the best person for the job and we're not going to discriminate against them because they may be this, that or the other. And look at the parliament we have today, a very diverse parliament, a diverse terms of the rainbow community, which Georgina was part of, uh, diverse uh, in ethnicity, uh, and women. You know, Georgina was one of the pioneers who made this possible. And I think we all owe her a lot for that. Great speaking with you tonight, Alan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kakite. Okay, there we have it beautiful summary of Georgina Beyer and in the next hour I'll be speaking with Lua Manuval Winnie-Laban who also entered Parliament at the same time in 1999 and was mentioned in Georgina's maiden speech that year. That was great to hear from the Prime Minister, former Prime Minister Helen Clark.